Crystal of Blood Radio. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's February 25th, 2012, and I'm back with another Festival of Blood Radio. It's great to be back. Got a lot of goodies. Yeah, because you like the goodies for you on this week's show. I, I say week. And, we're, you know, in the back of the show, we're going to get into why there's been delinquency in the show and everything that's been happening with the show and all that good stuff. But in the meantime, I hope you enjoy the full plate of verbal diarrhea that I have for you because I do got a full plate. You know, a lot of things can happen in uh, a few months. Yeah, it's been a little longer than that. Hope you're still here and enjoying the show. You know, it's one of those things where it's not hard to stay subscribed. And despite the fact that the show has been delinquent by quite a bit, uh, hopefully you're still subscribed in iTunes or, you know, even Zune. Because you can get the show on Zune if you're a, you know, if you're a full-blown freak. And that's how you like to get the show. But anyway, got a great one for you today. We're going to get into it. In fact, uh, we're going to start off here in just a minute with uh, the usual feature that I like to do, and that is, what do I have paused on the Xbox? Also got uh, some new platform news, some other things I've been getting into uh, over the last several months, and uh, you know all the things that have been tying me up. There's There's been so much gaming goodness that, uh, well, I can't wait, honestly, to uh, get into it with you. So I hope you enjoy it, and uh, yeah. Eh, I'm going to enjoy it, so you know, I'm sure you will. We're nothing like Imus. We'll call anyone a nappy hoe. You're listening to Festival of Blood on the Festival of Blood Radio Network. Yeah, so as we uh, we promised that we will always do, um, you know, when I, whenever I run into people that I actually know in person, and, you know, for those of you who've been listening to the show forever, you already know this, but whenever I want run into people that I actually know in person that say, hey, I listen to the show, I love it, it's kind of cool, you're a freak, but it's kind of cool, I like to give them a shout out on the show, and I promised that to a couple of people, yeah, like a whole two uh, over the last uh, couple of months. And so here it goes. Big shout out to John and big shout out to Pam. Hopefully, you know, John, because he hung around the freakness a little too long, went out and bought himself an Xbox 360. Yeah. You know you love it. So, uh, yeah, not sure Pam's in the market for one, but uh, John is down with it and uh, hopefully enjoying it. And uh, hopefully by listening to the show, we can uh, make him gamer for life because, hey, it's the only lifestyle that's worth a damn. Anyway, what have I been playing this uh, last few months? Well, 
it's not in the last few months, but recently on uh, Steam, uh, the PlayStation 3, and on the Xbox 360, so it's multi-platform, a little gem came out. And by little gem, I mean something that surprised me, you know, a little bit. Uh, it is Gotham City Imposters. It is new. It's like two weeks old that the thing's been out. Been enjoying this. You know, it's, uh, it's at least on the Xbox. It is an Xbox Live arcade game. You can pick it up for 1,200 points, which equates to $15. You can also pick it up on Steam for $15. And this game was a little bit of a surprise to me because, well, it's a, it's a multiplayer-only shooter. And uh, those have not done well on the Xbox Live Arcade. There's been other ones that have come out, uh, usually in the in the genre of military simulation, kind of like a Call of Duty or something like that. Well, this one's unique in that it is in the Gotham City world, or the Batman world, if you will. And, you know, when, when you're on your team, because all of the modes are team-oriented, uh, you're either playing as the Bats or the Jokers. And uh, it has the traditional modes that you would expect, Team Deathmatch being... I guess the one I've played the most, at least up to this point. But there are some other ones. Some are like uh, domination modes where you have to capture and hold certain points on the map. There's another one that involves a battery where it's kind of like single player capture the flag. Where you have to capture the battery on the level and then take it to your generator on the level. And uh, hold it for as long as possible to score points. But really a neat game. Now this, first I have to say that at least... On the Xbox 360, the demo that was available was very cool because unlike a lot of demos that limit you, this one completely unlimited you and that you you downloaded it and you had an hour to play it and enjoy it as much as you like within that hour. Uh, one of the things that was a little disappointing was when you decided to buy the game, any level advancement or anything like that that you had achieved while playing the quote-unquote demo did not carry over. In fact, during that free 60 minutes of play that you have on the Xbox 360, uh, none of it carries over. So if you play for 15 minutes and then decide to go back to it the next day, uh, you'll find that you're level 1 again uh, because you almost always get level 2 after your first match. In fact, after buying the game, I got to level 3 after my first match. But the game is also available on Steam. Uh, I wanted to actually try it out on the PC uh, as well as the Xbox 360, but was disappointed to see that there was not a demo on the PC available for this game. So I knew I liked it on the Xbox 360, so that's where I bought it. Uh, simply because they had the demo. And as always, big kudos goes out to Microsoft. You know, ever since the launch of the Xbox 360, one of the guiding principles or absolute laws that Microsoft has had is that if you're going to have a game on the Xbox Live Marketplace... Uh, as an arcade game, you have to have a demo, which is probably why they did the free 60 Minutes thing. That was probably easier to code than putting up some kind of watered-down demo, since apparently they didn't do one. So I don't even know how this works out. I don't, I don't know how it works out on the PlayStation 3. I'll have to download it on that platform just to see if there is a uh, time-limited demo, which I'm assuming... They worked it the same way, but it's a neat game. It is a shooter. It, it, you know, if you if you like shooters, but you also like something like Team Fortress uh, on Steam, which is an outstanding free to play shooter. If you're not playing it and you have a PC, 
Yeah, you are you are are a complete freak because it's one of the best, uh, you know, easily top five free to play games on uh, the PC. Uh, it's it's this game is in that vein in that it's kind of comical, but yet it's a serious shooter at the same time with a lot of unlocks. Uh, that you can get as you play it. So as you play the game, you're always finding that you're getting new weapons, you're getting new body types, uh, new costume pieces, new gadgets, uh, things like that that you can download to play with. It always change the gaming experience as you play. Very well done for a $15 game. So if you have not played it, uh, you know, regardless of what platform you have, you need to check out Gotham City Imposters. Absolutely outstanding. Loving, loving the game. Uh, you know, a lot. In fact, when I finish recording the show, I'm going to jump right back in because, well, like I do at the beginning of the show, I always tell you what's paused on the Xbox 360 as we get into it. So what else? Yeah, there's been a big one uh, over the last... Uh, I'm going to be amateur since it's been so long since I've been doing the show. I'm going to get some bed music started here. And uh, oh, hey, this this is actually perfect. I'm going to play this. Uh, there you, go. you know what this is? This is... Let me open up the window. This is... Uh, well, now i got to turn it down because it's too loud. Anyway, this is the Elder Scrolls Skyrim Sons of Skyrim Metal Cover. You can do a search for it on YouTube. No, let's, let's jam it for a minute. Yeah, absolutely love it. Anyway. If you haven't guessed already, I am completely sucked into the game Skyrim on the Xbox 360. This game came out some time ago, and I know a lot of you are like, yeah, I know Skyrim's awesome. I've been playing it for months. But uh, yeah, I'm one of the people that got completely sucked in. Here's what I have to say about it. One, if you're not playing it and you enjoy the other Bethesda games uh, like Fallout, Fallout New Vegas, uh, you're going to love this game. Because even though it uses a new engine, the style of play, the menu system, the way the game handles conversations and the questing is basically the same. It's just an updated graphics engine with a lot of new features. This game is easily in contention, and it's always hard for me to say what my absolute favorite-ist, favorite-ist game ever is. But uh, yeah, I've sunk a lot of time into this game. It is absolutely... Well, it's outstanding. If you enjoy a game with a good story, if you enjoy a game uh, that has some amazing action that is really involved that will suck you in, you know, it's an open-world game, and one of the complaints... I almost had a laugh, because one of the few, maybe the only complaint I've heard about this game is that, oh, it's it's too open. I got, I got in the game world, and I didn't know what to do, but you know what? That is part of the fun of the game is that after, you know, maybe the first uh, half hour, 20 minutes, something like that of the game, you kind of get dumped into the game world, and you almost don't know what to do. And I can tell you that this is one of those games where I have been distracted from what the, quote, main quest is in the game so many times. I don't even know what the main quest is anymore, because there is so much to do in this game um, that you, you kind of get lost in it, and it becomes its own vibrant world. 
You know, uh, this is a game where, much like the Fallout games and even Oblivion, which preceded it in the uh, in the Elder Scrolls series, the game world is very much alive. The NPCs have jobs they do. You can find them at certain times in certain places. Uh, they go to and from work. They they lock their homes most of the time uh, when they're not there. You know, they, they they actually behave in a way that you would expect. Um, it's just the texture, I guess I would have to say, of the game world is so well done that you begin to feel like it's a real place. Uh, it begins to feel like a world on its own that's you know in your TV. Uh, just an outstanding game. I'm the. I think the game has a level cap of fifty. I am at level forty-one on the cusp of forty-two. You know, and this is one of those games where it's even hard to gauge what's going on. I've invested so much time into it that I keep saying I must be near the end. And things happen in the storyline that make you think I must be getting close to where this game ends. But you keep finding yourself like, wow, it doesn't end there. And in addition to that, when I look at my quest log, I know there's all these other things that I need to do. Even if I were to finish whatever the quote-unquote game ending is, uh, that you just you just feel like it doesn't end at all. Um, and this is a game that, despite how long it's been out, there's been no downloadable content for it at all. And even the smallest downloadable content for this game, if it has the type of questing system and the involvement in the world that you have uh, while you're playing it, even the smallest downloadable content package for this game will just breathe it new life. It is absolutely outstanding. If you're playing the game on the PC, by the way, and you uh, got the game when it launched, one of the things you're going to want to look for is the high-resolution texture pack. That's the high-resolution texture pack. You can search by File Planet uh, to find it. That's over at www.fileplanet.com. And uh, for folks that are packing a video card with at least one gigabyte of RAM, and, of course, the speed to handle it, and I, I think if I had it on the PC, my one gigabyte uh, 7550, or I'm sorry, 5770, damn it, would be able to handle it. Um, you know, it, it, it increased, you know, this... This is a uh, patch for the game, if you will, that increases the quality of the textures in the game for a game that already looks amazing. So I can't imagine what this thing looks like. I've seen some of the screenshots uh, that are out there. And I'll be honest, I'm loving this game so much that I will, I will definitely do a second playthrough, which seems absurd because I've already invested so much time into playing it. But when I do that second playthrough, I will most likely play it on the PC uh, just to experience it there. Plus, you know, I'll, I'll be achievement maxed on the Xbox 360, and everyone knows I'm an achievement whore. I love going for those achievements, and of the uh, achievements that are available, I have like 10 that are left uh, for Skyrim on the Xbox 360. But be sure to get that texture pack. It seems cool. I'm just waiting for the appropriate, and uh, undoubtedly it will happen, Steam sale uh, for this game. It was on sale for 33% off uh, like three or four weeks ago. I'm waiting for maybe like a 50% off sale. The neat thing about the PC version, uh, which you always get with the PC, and it's the PC strength, is that they're coming out with a world editor, and it's actually already out there. You can pick it up over on uh, Steam, and uh, people will be making their own content. And from what I've seen on the Internet, some of the user-created content that is out there for this game already is, uh, is astounding. So uh, look forward to customized quests, maybe even customized uh, environments and worlds, in fact, 
uh, for those that are playing this game on the PC. So an, I guess what I got to say to sum it up, if you have any type of computing processor at all that can handle the game Skyrim, you need to be playing it. Absolutely loving it. Uh, you know, there's there, there's maybe three or four games where I can sit back and enjoy the soundtrack to the game because I enjoy the game world so much that I want to immerse myself in it. And Skyrim is one of those games. Other ones that come to mind are like Diablo, uh, Halo, where even just listening to the soundtrack, say, to and from work, uh, really makes you feel feel the environment and the texture of the world just by listening to the music from the game. You know, i got to say, speaking of music and games, you know, it occurred to me the other day that, that uh, for those that are into music, some of the best music being written out there now, especially uh, symphonic music, orchestra music, or even, as we just heard, what's on YouTube available from amateurs because they're playing a well-composed piece of music, uh, is being done in games. Yeah, not in movies. You know, the the soundtracks that I can think of that are really uh, emotional and inspiring and moving are from games like, well, Skyrim or even Halo. Uh, they have just amazing soundtracks. And, uh, you know, if you're, even if you're into music, gaming is a way to uh, find some of the best music that's out there today. Just do a search on, uh, as I said before, just do a search on YouTube for Skyrim Cover. And you will find lots of cover songs for many of the songs that are in Skyrim. And I got to tell you, a good portion of them are excellent, just absolutely outstanding. So be sure to check those out. And uh, yeah, enjoy it. Throw Mama from the train. And then put a clip in her ass. You're listening to Festival of Blood Radio on the Festival of Blood Radio Network. www.festivalofblood.com Where you live, think about direction, wonder why you have it now. Stand in the place where you were, now face well. Think about the place where you live, wonder why you have it. Yeah, so one of the big changes uh, in the computing world around my house was I don't know, lead, I think I mentioned it on the very last show that I ever freaking did, whenever the hell that was. And, uh, yeah. One of the biggest changes in the computing world around my house has been the introduction of Apple. Yeah, the Apple logo is like all over my house. Not in a desktop, not in a laptop, but man, have we gone freaking nuts. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, enjoying iOS. Uh, that is the portable operating system from Apple. Um, and if you're certainly aware of it, uh, we got an iPad 2 uh, leading up into the new year. And that led to all kinds of craziness in my house. Uh, my wife and I both picked up the iPhone 4S and picked up for our youngest son the uh, iPhone 4. Yeah, so he can do without Siri. He, he's dealing with it. Anyway, he's got an iPhone uh, 4. And uh, the younger three kids, because we're packing four, uh, were using the iPad and the phones so ridiculously much uh, that we said, you know what, let's just go out and get the three of them some uh, iPod touches. Yeah, so we're packing like, I don't know, like seven devices in my house that are running iOS 5.01 or whatever the hell the current version is. 
and we love it. It's great. Um, I know I'm a little late to the party. You know, this is the first smartphone I've ever had, so I've never had, you know, I've had crap. I've had, like, a phone where, imagine this. I've had a phone where when you dial a number, you can talk to somebody, and that's it. It doesn't do much else. Well, you can browse the web if you liked the web being text. Yeah, some of them could take pictures if you like crappy pictures, and they can even play MP3s, and, you know, they did that well. But this is really my first real smartphone with an actual, well, the ability to run something called applications, or as Apple likes to call it, apps. Really enjoying it and getting my gaming on. The thing I noted to myself a couple of weeks ago uh, was since I picked up the uh, I, iPhone 4S, I haven't played my PSP at all. In fact, it dawned on me the other day that the PSP Vita or the Sony Vita came out. And I, like, forgot because I'm enjoying gaming on my iPhone 4S. You know, enjoying games like Infinity Blade and even some of the uh, lower end. You know, like, yeah, do some Angry Birds. Uh, Angry Birds. And I played through the uh, original Angry Birds, now working my way through, and have almost finished uh, Angry Birds Rio. Yeah, I know everybody in the world has that. I think there's more of, more of that downloaded than there is people on the planet or something like that. But yeah, really enjoying the Apple world. It does not mean for me, and this is, I think, where Apple maybe dropped the ball or maybe did a good thing. Uh, it doesn't mean for me anyway that there is an Apple desktop or laptop in my future um, because, well, the devices are supported so well on Windows and they're, they're, they're such computers in and of their own self that you don't really need a computer to use it. So it, it, it's not, you know, a lot of people said when the iPod first came out, this goes back to like the original iPod, uh, the one where the wheel wasn't touch, it actually moved around uh, because nothing on it was touch-oriented. Um, a lot of people said, hey, this is huge for Apple because a lot of people are going to want these devices and after they have them, they're going to say, hey, Apple is in my house. It's easy to use. I'm, I'm comfortable with using it. I really want to get a Macintosh uh, computer because it'll make my iPod experience a little bit better. But that didn't really transition very well. You know, one of Steve Jobs, the late Steve Jobs, uh, things that he said was he was asked in an interview once why he put iTunes on Windows um, because they were thinking what I'm thinking and that is that the original i uh, iPod and its popularity would move people into Macs, uh, essentially force them to use Macs if they wanted to because the popularity was so high. And he basically said that even people in hell need a glass of water sometimes, implying that the people that are using the PC are living in hell. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't mean for me that a Mac is in my future. In fact... I'll say it again. It surprises me that Apple has stayed in the desktop slash laptop business for so long because the popularity of iTunes is is so huge that they're essentially a music publisher at this point, or at least a music distribution center. And of course, the popularity of their iPhones, although my, you know, again, I have a lot of things I criticize Apple about and a lot of people out there criticize Apple about a lot of things. Uh, you know, Apple's evil because they they try to gain market share through the courtrooms rather than through making better products. And certainly Samsung, with a lot of their Android devices, is uh, scaring Apple a little bit. It scared Steve Jobs a little bit. He was furious uh, when the uh, the first Androids came out, and certainly the Samsung phones 
uh, with their sleek designs, beautiful screens, larger screens, and uh, capabilities uh, scared Apple. And their response to that was, hey, we're going to sue these people to stop the release of their products, not only in the United States, uh, but around the world. But and i got to tell you, it's, 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 to me, already, it's the platform of choice. Love the iPad. It's great to just be able to you know, sit on the couch, browse the web, uh, you know, check email, do those things without having to go all the way to the computer, uh, without having to open up the laptop and boot it up. It's, you know, it's instant on. So uh, really enjoying the Apple world out there. If you don't have one of these devices, you'll definitely want to check them out. Uh, again, I know I'm, I'm kind of preaching to the choir because I would imagine that the folks that listen to this show are well acquainted with iOS devices and uh, are probably and already enjoying them and probably enjoying them long before I did because I'm late to the party because I was using like two cups and a piece of string before the new year. Yeah. <laughs> So as we get to the end of the show, and we're going to go a little bit longer than we usually do, because the motto of the show is, for those that don't listen to it on a regular basis, is that we uh, we try to get out a, uh, a 25 or 30 minute show. You know, if you're a freak who likes to get your freak on, but you got about 25 minutes, well, Festival of Blood is for you, because uh, we do it in like 25 minutes. Yeah. Anyway, what's going on with the show? So I haven't been here since like forever. And and again, you know, usually I talk about this, this at the beginning of the show, and then I don't get back to it. Here is the deal. It's been very, very tough to get the show out with any regularity whatsoever. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Subscribe. Stay subscribed. When there's a show, yeah, you'll get it. But, I, you know, I really am committed to keeping this thing going. You know, I... Uh, some people ask me, well, are you done? Is it over? And and podcasting is one of the hardest things to do. There's a lot of shows out there that, uh, you know, they do some shows. They maybe do 20 shows, 50 shows, 75 shows. And I got to even open my own website to figure out where the hell I'm at. This show is going to be 277. And we've been doing it for a long time. I enjoy doing it. I'm committed to doing it. And I'm going to tell you now that right now, as I sit here in this chair, I am going to get the show out at least every other week going forward. Uh, my house is up for sale. Uh, it's one of the, you know, like 10 things I could say that's an excuse you know, uh, for not doing the show, although the house has been for sale for like two weeks. But, you know, a lot's been happening. You know, I, uh, my job has changed my location that I work three times in just the last year, which has been good. It's all good. I love it. It's great. But, uh, yeah, there's just so many things going on that it's crazy. You know, I wish I could move because when I move, I'm going to have a house with uh, my own studio in it to be able to do things like the show and get them out on a more regular basis. You know, I, I pay the money. I do what is necessary to keep the domain running, which if you don't visit the site, it's over at www.festivalofblood.com. And I'm going to say it again. Follow me on Twitter. You can do so... Uh, well, simply by checking out the homepage, 
over on the right-hand side, there's a little window there that tells you what's going on. But my Twitter account is CFOB December. That's CFOB December. And uh, you can find me there. You know, lately, Gaming World on the PC, you can find me where you've been able to find me for about the last year. And that is when I'm on the PC, I'm usually playing Star Trek Online. And for some of you, it'll be easier to find me because uh, since Star Trek Online has gone free to play, which, by the way, if you're not playing Star Trek Online, now is the best time to play it. You can play for free. I still pay the monthly subscription because I'm a freak and I love the game. Uh, But you can get the free version to play as much as you like over on Steam or just go to StarTrekOnline.com. You can find me there. My main character that I play goes by the name of Tessa. Although lately I've been playing December, which is another character that I play. All Federation characters. Um, The final character, which I don't play as much, is Pia. That's P-I-A. That's an Andorian name. Yeah. Love it. Anyway, uh, you can find me playing Star Trek Online. But check out my Twitter, because Twitter's where you're going to find where I'm at. Mainly because, you know what? From my iPhone, I can update my Twitter, and I do so on a pretty regular basis. So, uh, yeah, the show's going to be there. Don't worry. You will always be able to get your freak on. This show will be here for as long as I probably have a PC. And my only hope is that for those of you that have stuck around, you stay subscribed. If you want to send me an email, now usually I say send me hate mail. But, you know, this time I'm going to say, you know, just send me email to let me know that you're there, that you love it. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know what, honestly, I've made the call before. Sometimes I'm just looking for help with the show. I am totally open to anyone out there, and we've done it in the past. For those of you that have been uh, watching Festival Blood for a long time, you know we've hosted many shows on the site, like Galactica Actual Radio. We've also hosted Game Rage Radio in the past. We've had guest hosts actually uh, completely produce the show themselves, and we've posted it up. Uh, You can find them. Well, they're probably not in the archive because they're older, but, uh, you know, we've done a lot of things. I I also want to look at getting guests on the show. Uh, There's other people like uh, Dan uh, from... uh, uh, Rob and Dan Radio that I'd like to have on. I love, would absolutely love because I still kind of follow her in the background. Uh, mainly does a lot of voiceover work these days, but would love to get um, Candace on the show uh, sometime just to see what she's doing. You know, some of you that listen to the show go back that far and uh, want to find out what's going on. As always, we continue to do the wallpaper of the month over on festivalofblood.com, so hopefully you'll check that out. Because we get the chicks out. You know, I've been watching, my wife is really into, as are many chicks, uh, the Twilight series. And I really enjoyed the last movie because the first movie, Kristen Stewart was like 18 or 17 or something. And she's aged. She's like 22 now. And in the latest movie, she's freaking hot. Hot. I had her on my cell phone as my background wallpaper. And my wife pointed out that, hey... Um, you're kind of a freak. She's young enough to be your daughter, so I had to had to go back to Kate Beckinsale. So uh, yeah, she's on my phone right now. In fact, I got a wallpaper on the desktop, looking good. Yeah. The latest Underworld movie, by the way, the latest one that's out there, really, really freaking good. One of the better ones in the series. Wish it was a little longer. In fact, but uh, for those of you that have, again have been listening to the show for a long time, you know that my favorite. I used to say my favorite trilogy was the underworld series and now there's four of them also very glad to see there's a new resident evil movie coming out so uh 
Looking forward to that. Anyway, stay with the show. Send email to the host at festivalofblood.com. That's the host at festivalblood.com. You know, we'll get your comments up. We'll do that kind of stuff. But you know what? It's also nice to know that you folks are out there listening to the show, that you you don't die from the fact that I puke into this microphone now and again. So uh, we'll get the show out to you on a more regular basis. In the meantime, that's about it. We're well over 30 minutes now. And uh, I'm going to say it, and I hope it's true, but we'll see you next week on Festival of Blood Radio. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. again, long-time listeners know the good, the good part of the show is at the end. I got this really cool Kate Beckinsale wallpaper on my desktop, by the way. She's like in a workout outfit. Pretty damn sweet. You know, check out, uh, again, festivalblood.com. There's, uh, yeah, there's good stuff there. Got wallpaper. You can go back. I, I think I did some maintenance on the site recently and removed... Some of the older goodies. We'll get we'll get a Kate Beckinsale out soon. We're also going to get out. I I got a Kristen Stewart up there now, don't I? Yeah, uh, let's check it. Out. Let's see what we got up now that you can get because you like it. Yeah, we got a Kristen Stewart. Uh, we got a Lucy Hale. Not bad. Oh, Sarah Underwood. Sarah Jean Underwood, uh, who's on G four. We got a Katy Perry. Uh, ooh, yeah. Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. She could probably be my daughter, too, but at least she's older than Kristen Stewart. Oh, Kelly Monaco. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Keep scrolling down. Amanda McKay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Check those out. Got a lot of uh, screenshots, too, of my Star Trek Online. By the way, all the Star Trek Online shots that you see on festivalblood.com, those are like actual gameplay. Um... They came out, uh, you could download it as premium content using uh, cryptic points. But, uh, yeah, I got the, the, the ship that looks like the Grissom. Now, all my, all my ships, by the way, for those that haven't noticed, all my ships in Star Trek Online are named after hot chicks. So, as I scroll down here... Uh, you can see I've got... Actually, i got a wallpaper of it. It's the USS Monaco, named after Kelly Monaco. We've got the uh, USS Winslet, of course, from Kate Winslet. I have, of course, the USS Beckinsale. Uh, I recently made a huge... Uh, I, I, I unlocked, as part of the two-year anniversary that they were doing with Star Trek Online, uh, a very large capital ship. Uh, it's the USS Kardashian. Got that going on. And uh, you know, my wife and I are in somewhat of an argument about who is more attractive. Is it Chloe uh, Kardashian or is it... Uh, see, I can't remember her name because... Uh, Courtney, yeah. And of course, everybody looks at Kim, but it's like Chloe or Courtney. And of course, I'm in the Chloe camp. I mean, first of all, she's a little more intelligent and put together better. 
I don't know. Anyway. That's what I think, anyway. I don't know. Courtney's a little weird. Those of you that dig that stuff. I don't know. Now I'm freaking out because we're like way over 30 minutes. We're like getting up well beyond 36 at this point. So I want to check out. Hopefully you uh, go to the site. Check out what's there. Hopefully you send some email, damn it. So that's about all I got. You thought you were going to get away without any 70s music, but of course we're going to end it up with Let's Groove by Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's all I got. We'll see you next time. Thanks.